Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Unrestricted Free Agent. I have the pleasure of being here with a friend of mine that I've known a long time. We were arm wrestling over how many months uh, it was to, in addition to 14 years. So my good friend, actually a brother, Anton Chisholm. Say good morning, Anton. Hey, good morning, everybody. Tell us what you do. Tell us... Tell us Tell us how I know you and where you're from and a little about yourself. Well, about oh, just over 14 years ago, I decided to go out on my own and start my own thing. Started a sign company right here in Sun Creek Plaza where Clint is known as the mayor and the man <laughs> of all information. And uh, really just kind of wrapped his arms around me as a young man and said, hey, I'm, I, I can't really give you all the answers, but anything I know I'll share with you. And that's been pretty instrumental to, to the growth of our business over there. And what's the name of what's the name of your business? Innovative Science. Innovative Science. They do great work, by the way. We have one, we have one uh, sign company. It's Innovative Signs, and they they do quite a quite a few things. You do tell us a little bit about what you do. So Innovative, we we started off as just a vinyl company, and uh, then it turned into a much broader. We opened in the fourth quarter of '08 to the public, and realized that stickers and banners was not going to sustain us through the the country's economy so we branched out into electrical signs and vehicle wraps and business cards and small format large format printing type stuff and sign consulting really so sign consulting i've, I've been in the back room with you a few times when you're doing it this guy really knows his stuff i mean he he's almost speaking like in a uh, you almost speak like in a foreign language <laughs> you know i recognize the words but i can't i can't translate them yeah, you know, I've been excited. Uh, this is the first podcast. This you is and definitely done, my first podcast. Yes, that you and I've done, and we've known each other for years. We used to do a lot. We've done a lot of stuff together. We've enjoyed a lot of holidays together. Yeah, absolutely. your family, my family, uh, breaking bread together. So this is this is pretty cool from a just a personal standpoint. Oh yeah, have you on. You've you've had me involved in so many things. I mean, the pleasure of working with you to build, yes. you know, construction and and do fun stuff and i mean hell even concerts and yeah. music venues yeah. and stuff man so been a lot and, of fun and he, and and every now and then he's been able to provide security for us as well every now and then. i'm kind <laughs> of a little guy so <laughs> yeah, if you could see the the real difference in our i have a great picture of you and your son with my mother in the middle oh, you know Lord. which picture oh, yeah, i'm talking absolutely. about my mother's about this tall and <laughs> and these two the twin towers are yeah. standing standing you got six five and six seven standing yeah. next to five oh three, five, five four, no, maybe. four four eleven or Is it really? yeah, she, oh my goodness and she's shrinking yeah well, i'm trying to give yeah. her more height yeah, God no, bless no, her. <laughs> no 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 she's about waist high so i i thought about this a lot in the last few days when i knew you were coming on and thanks thanks again for thanks for having coming me on. really thanks for having me uh you and i are free agents like you said a while ago you decided in 08 probably sooner than before that that you wanted to do something on your own i don't and we'll we'll get into that maybe why you chose sure, to do absolutely. that or anything but you and i uh maybe i don't know eight ten years ago 
had the idea that we would meet kind of using the Ben Franklin yes that Ben Franklin yes that the Junto Franklin. that working together as a mastermind is kind of how people describe it now uh, but we decided with some other business owners in this plaza to meet weekly to support each other yep. both emotionally business uh, and share and exchange ideas to promote to promote each other i i believe as being an, a free agent and you're doing your own thing you still have to have a support group 100 percent, and share with because you you i mean we did this i don't know solid i mean every week without fail i remember thursday morning about 10 o'clock yep. is when we'd meet in here yes sir uh and without fail and i know for a fact that i got tons of stuff out of those meetings now we weren't always you know digging deep into like business stuff but we didn't share personal stuff either it was just camaraderie right absolutely so share a little bit about what what we did during that time frame and what you were able to to extract from it so i think the first thing i'll say is that i'm not going to say very much because that group we did have several <laughs> business owners that were part of that group in variety a myriad of uh, businesses and part of the collective idea was what happened there stayed yes. there yes um as a strategizing group to help grow and perpetuate each other's businesses i feel like we had to maintain even though that that group has not ceased to exist because we still are several of us are still very much um intimate with each other but i think it's important to remember that the things we've actually talked about exactly. stayed there but what i would say the biggest thing the biggest takeaway that i got from that group over the years was um i don't know everything i don't know half of what i think i know and getting around other business owners and like-minded people it helped me to maybe look at things differently or in most cases look at things differently um being around successful people or people that are striving to achieve whatever they deem as success, um, sharing those ideas and thoughts. Several of us may or may not have already participated in similar failures, which would then give each other the ability to say, hey, maybe I can learn from his mistake or maybe right. we can do it a little differently. So I think the biggest takeaway was I didn't know everything. And because of that, here I am now in business to the public 14 years later when I've gone through a pretty significant recession, um, as you have with your businesses. Yeah. Um, I've gone through COVID, which um, that's a whole nother topic for another right. podcast. But the, the point is that the adversity that's been out there in front of me personally um, and me professionally, knowing that when I opened the company, there was over 120 print companies, signed companies, et cetera, in Tucson. And shortly thereafter, the recession in 2008, and almost 10, um, there was down to 70 and yet crazy? here I am still, you know, able to stand. And again, a lot of that has to do with that mastermind group that we built, right. um, that, that I would say we built, meaning a bunch of guys getting together and, and slowly evolving it and adding to the group and just bringing in more bodies to try to, you know, solidify, Hey, we don't all know everything, but maybe we can get a nugget from each other. And we were careful. I'm glad you, by the way, I'm glad you, preface that because we had the policy is what's said here stays here not that we discussed anything that we wouldn't have discussed with anyone else right but it was just that keep that place you know sacred to be able to share whatever you want good or bad um uh, the other thing that you you hit on there was 
we had we the one thing we did all agree on at all times was you don't know everything check your ego at the door yep come in prepared to give more than you take yep and i think that's the the best way to approach free agency a lot of times and we use the analogy uh, you know in sports all the time about the free agents but you still have to play on the team still got to be a team there's no iron team you're you're still if and i'm going to reference again baseball you still need the 25 other players on your team not to mention the staff the training staff the people that prepare the fields the fans yep so you're you might be a free agent in your bidding of your services sure but you have to play within the structure. Yep, I agree. Let me let me let me get to uh, um, how my free agency began because I think uh, it ties directly into the supporting staff that you were just talking about. So, um, very briefly, quickly, I grew up here, Tucson. I've been here since '81. Uh, I went to Amphitheater High School, joined the military, got out of the military. Um, honorably, let me make sure that we put that out there. <laughs> Thank That's you for important. your service. Um, and then uh, I moved back here and decided to work for a contractor for Comcast. And while that helped me grow as a young man very quickly, my efforts and my own personal opinion were not being valued and or recognized. So I had an opportunity to go to Raytheon, which I did. Um, Unfortunately, the program that I was on was shut down at the time. I went back to Comcast and they said, hey, thanks, but uh, your seniority has, you've abandoned it, which I agreed with. And uh, when I came back, the numbers that they presented to me were not sustainable at the life that I had created prior to. So um, I looked into different entrepreneurial uh, avenues or ventures, and um, I landed on the one that I'm on. And um, I would say that tying back to what you talked about the support cast and being a team is um, I don't refer to the people I work with as employees. They're mm-hmm. not my employees. I don't own them. I don't have any possessional rights to them. What I do say is that they're my coworkers, and if it weren't for the team that I've been able to be a part of for 14 years, I wouldn't be here talking to you about it. Amen. So um, I think being a humbled human being and remembering that you know you can't do all things, there's only one person that could do that, um, and thankfully I know him um, <laughs> personally. I have a personal relationship with him. Um, and that's my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. But uh, um, understanding that it is the people that are around you, to include you and the family that Sun Creek has brought, you know, brought into my life, um, I, I attribute whatever level of success is deemed by others, not by myself yet. Um, but uh, that is, that's kind of where I am in my life. So, you know, you're right. It's a whole team effort. It's a group effort. It's the, the people behind the scenes that make stuff run and make stuff work well. Um, they don't get enough credit, and part of the reason why I joined the the sole proprietor programs, if you will, is because I felt like my efforts were not being noticed and recognized, and that's important that I share with my team every day. Hey, I appreciate you. Yes. Maybe your check doesn't say it every time, but even a thank you or something as silly as printing out a gold star and handing it right. to an employee or buying them lunch or you know taking them out for you know, a drink if they have alcohol. I don't personally drink, so I mean, you know, whatever, just to show that camaraderie is there and that, hey, there's support staff, even if, I, if I'm if i called at the top, that I put my pants on one leg at a time and I don't feel like I'm any better than them. Right. So hopefully that kind of touched a little bit on what you were saying. It, it, it It's beautiful because I know your story, and that is a perfect summation of how you got here. I think we all, as free agents, have similar backstories to that. There was a reason that 
I was probably born an entrepreneur, entrepreneur to be to be honest about it, just because of uh, people in my team, my family, my mother were so entrepreneurial. It uh, was almost like a birthright, you know. Right. Uh, but I did work those jobs. We kind of touched on those in earlier episodes. I worked a few jobs, and yeah, I felt a lot of what you talk about maybe not being appreciated or, re- or respected for what you brought because I always felt like I worked hard. But it was it wasn't personal; it was business, and it's like, well, you know what? I think I can do this, uh, and I think I might be able to do it a little cleaner or more mainstream or streamline some of this stuff. That um, so it was never personal. I in fact. I don't even make stuff personal. The only way it can be personal if it's somebody really close to you that upsets you or something, if you think about it, because the rest of the time it's just it's business. You know, you touched on that a minute ago, and I want you to dig into it a little bit further. When we were, when we were doing, I'll call it a mastermind because that's kind of the buzzword that people uh, would understand uh, kind of what we, were, what we were doing at that time. It was, none of us were in the same business at all. And yet, the things that we shared in that group always seemed, for me at least, to transfer. The stuff that you were dealing with, the stuff that some of the other people were dealing with. And we were all peers in that respect. We were all kind of the, the, uh, the, the ones that made the final decision on, on things. And if you would speak on that a little bit. But I know personally, I picked up tons of things from people that would be in businesses that you wouldn't think well how could the things he's doing relate to what these people are doing sure and yet it it, it actually worked probably every time we did we met i picked up like oh my gosh i never really looked at it from that from so that angle. I, I want to digress but not really so I, I want to be very clear that the group that we're speaking of for those of you that are going to have an opportunity to uh, to listen to this um we're calling it a mastermind group because that's what it was. It was a master of minds. We were the masters. We were the be-all, end-alls, decision-makers, not like networking groups. So let's make Correct. sure that we're very clear. This wasn't a, for for saying names. This wasn't a chamber. This wasn't Nobody a passed out business cards or looked for referrals. And, and, and more importantly, there were nobody that was coming out soliciting it. We This was a hand-selected group where we vetted each other amongst each other before we thought about adding somebody else to said group. So, um, but yes, the, the peers, the idea that that when we went in there, the egos got checked at the door, that we weren't in the same industry, and yet business, as the word business is is represented in this group, was challenges, successes, struggles, improvements, streamlining, um, just to say a few things that, that we were trying to do. I, I said earlier it was we were strategizing to make each other more efficient, to give each other a different look on how can we improve the bottom line. At the end of the day, entrepreneurs we were trading everybody's trading time for money mm-hmm. and we're trying to trade less time for more money and so mm-hmm. so by talking with different businesses different people different avenues different ideas i mean some of the businesses you would never think would be meeting and said <laughs> exactly. mastermind group together but yet at the at the end of the day we all took something away yeah. we all were positive givers to each other um i hope that that maybe even touched because I feel like part of the group itself 
that we were, you know, had the pleasure of being part of, I think the biggest thing was, is it wasn't just a hangout session. I oh, mean, no. we, it was uh-uh. very focused on how can we make each other's businesses yeah. more profitable. We respected each other's time. Absolutely. Because we were all carving out the same, you know, and the cool thing is everybody in that group still, people have moved on. People have changed careers and done other things, but everybody, I speak to everybody that was in that group on a fairly regular occasion, which is kind of cool. We 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 move from uh, what's the word I want to look at peers or fellow business owners to hopefully long term friends Absolutely. with each other, which was really cool. But that was not really the objective. And you touched on something that we we vetted each other, we challenged each other, and the Ben Franklin Junto, uh, which he was Benny Franklin when he started. Excuse me, started at Nareda. By the age you are now, he was not Benjamin Franklin, the world-renowned you know leader that he became. He was 21, 22 years old. Right. And these gentlemen, and it was men in that case, they met for their whole life. Every Friday night, they started the first library. They started the first fire department. I can't think of all the other things. They And they were a mishmash. They were uh, business leaders and store merchants and farmers and a combination of things and they actually kept their 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 group a secret because they knew they had such a solid thing and to to make sure it didn't get watered down right they didn't they didn't look to grow beyond that initial initial uh, 10 12 people that were in it so anybody that's interested to look at a little deeper into something that I think is we've used the word mastermind now that's kind of the word the buzzword over the last 50 75 maybe uh, uh, Napoleon Hill think and grow rich I think kind of started using mastermind but it's a you have to have that group right you don't need 40 that'd be great but if you got one or two or three and, and I'm not talking about fans I'm not talking about somebody that's your fan, although someone that's your fan could certainly be a part of your mastermind group. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking, or you know, I'm talking about people that will challenge each other, not in a mean or harsh way. I don't mean going all yeah. Earl Weaver, anybody that's old school <laughs> baseball know what I'm talking about. I don't mean going that, but hold each other accountable. And active participation. Yes. That's the biggest part. You know, we talk about that a lot at OVC and the church that we all are a part of. And it is uh, small groups hold each other accountable. Someone to lean on if, 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 if you need, need a hand, obviously. But it's also the accountability factor of, hey, what did you accomplish this week? And I know all of us felt that way. I know we did. Right. You, you couldn't wait till Thursday morning sometimes, even though we'd see each other in the plaza at different times. But Thursday morning was, hey, something really cool happened to me last Tuesday. And right. I can't wait to share this this information with you. And there was, you know, everybody rooted for each other. And then it was like, okay, how are we going to build on this? Right, right. <coughs> you, you had mentioned earlier, and I just want to go kind of circle Please back do. about the whole, you know, touch and base. But, you know, the nuggets. You know, it's uh, the mastermind group that I was a part of with you. I mean, that that I got the pleasure of being part of is almost assimilated to church. Not that we were talking biblically, but but that recharge for the following week, the recharge of I took something away that's going to help me move forward this week, and then to wait till Thursday to get another little nugget, if you will, mm-hmm. or another little idea, some inspiration, yeah. some some motivation. So, I mean, I think that. 
you know, of course, with you having a you know such a strong spiritual and biblical background, and then you know mine, um, I'm I'm not de- never going to compare it to anybody else's, but I would say that I have a fair one as well. Um, that that idea of having folks or positivity. I mean, at the end of the day, you don't go to church to hear negative things. I mean, we go there um, to hear something that may gut punch us, may, you know, make us have a few tears or, you know, a big lump in our throat. But at the end of the day, the message was positive. It's something to help you think outside of your day-to-day box. And and the same thing with our Mac um, or our mastermind group or our Junto or whatever word you want to use for it. um, That that kind of was the same feeling was. that I got from that. Not being sacrilegious makes no, sure folks no, I'm no, not saying that no, whatsoever. No. Yeah. <laughs> and I know, I know I, it was that way. Yeah. Yeah. I, the, the scripture might've been brought up or two, a time or two I'm during that meeting, was. uh, because that would validate maybe a point someone was making. And the point you made about church is, yeah, you go looking for answers for solutions. Uh, so even though it might be some of the stuff that you're experiencing as a business owner or in life itself might be dark, that's why it's important to have that group of people to, that are your – I'm blessed as I get older. I used to – and I, I don't know that I've mentioned this in this format, but I've mentioned it before. I used to – and I wasn't joking. When Tammy and I – and we've been together – we've been 31 years now. You know, work together, carpool together, parent together, the whole thing. She's my best friend. But back in the day, I would say to her, you know, you're my best friend. And I'd follow that up with like, you know, you're my only friend. Mm-hmm. And I, I wasn't kidding. And I'm, I had a little line that's like, what do I need friends for? They want to borrow money, yeah. crown your shoulder when things are bad, and they want you to help them move. And I've done all three of those things, but I'm not really interested in continuing to pursue those as a full-time. And here I am now at my age. That was over the last 30 years I've said that a lot. I have so many people now because I changed. I started looking for people that I could hang out with like yourself. Sure. And it was in that time frame, about 12, 15, 16 years ago, I started looking. I do need, not that I was antisocial, you know better than yeah, that, no. you know me. But I, I just didn't need like, and I still don't need like a bunch of people up in my face hanging out. I've read a lot of studies that talk about people that have like, the, the fewer close friends you close friends you have, a lot of times the more healthy your lifestyle is because you're not drug, I mean, I hate to say it, but there's a lot of people that in hurting and that will bring you down to people that you care about hey man stress kills stress like, is a killer stress kills more people every single day so i hear you so i i i might i guess what i'm saying right now to any any viewer or listener right now is you got to have an ally one two eight four if you're blessed enough like i am now i really look at stuff and, and i think about how many people over the last 10 or 12 years that I've gotten really close to. I think a lot of it's my age. I'm not. I'm not as pushing like I did before. Uh, and I and there's more variety of people to meet. I know a lot of people at your age and younger that I would consider close friends. Some kids were in here last night. They're doing. They're doing a new album. And uh, I met Kirby at church, and they're all like 21, 22, 23 years old. I'm three times that age, and I feel very comfortable being with them and around them and i know i can sense they feel that that's your support staff so i've got a rhythm section now and all right yeah i like it i like it yeah all i have to do is pay for a little electricity and and uh you know you know this is this is 
Anton and I didn't didn't rehearse this. No. He, Anton actually showed up this morning, really not knowing really what we were going to discuss. Not a clue. And I knew, based on all the years that I've known you, that we would just jump right in. We'd have a conversation like we've had over the years. And that's what it and, is, man. It's a this is open dialogue. It's yeah. authentic and it's honest. So I mean, that's that's what makes it easy. It's so easy to talk about things, right? And and it's so easy to talk to you, Clint. I mean, anybody that knows you will say Clint. Yeah. Not not Clint can talk, but Clint is easy to talk to. He's warming. He's inviting. I mean, I'll brag on this guy a little bit. So I've had a this this young man here has seen me through a divorce. Um, he's watched my children grow up from infants, babies, all yeah. the way to their current age, where my son is now twenty two um, on Wednesday. Just had a birthday party. In this room yeah. right here for it Saturday it weekend, night, which by the way, his dad wasn't invited, yeah. so that must mean well, there was a bunch. Of I wasn't there. invited either. Matter of <laughs> fact, they asked me when I was leaving. <laughs> yeah, so so I mean that, that's what I mean. It's easy to talk to Clint. I mean, I I, I kind of tongue in cheek joke that you know he's the mayor of Sun Creek Plaza, but you know anybody that's been in this plaza for any length of time knows that Clint's been a wealth of information and not well, just I appreciate that geography, anyway. not just here. I mean. Clint didn't talk about being a business free agent, but let's talk about a free agency here. Clint is uh, in his 50s as he decides to take on the world and go on a walking trip and counting his steps. And I don't remember the exact number, but I do know that he walked enough steps in a year to cover the entire United States of America. And so we're talking about free agent, mental health, physical health, and uh and this guy right here, when I am his age, I, I hope to be in half the physical shape as him I, because I, I he's definitely that. worked much harder <laughs> than I have. Um, uh, but but I also hope I also hope to you know to be able to be an influence in people's lives because um, without saying age is a factor, I am younger than Clint. I am oldest than his oldest, but um, I look up to him as a father figure as he also told me and you said earlier he's a brother so i mean he's got a lot of roles in my life and he's held up to every single one of them so i really appreciate that clint i appreciate that i remember once i and just to correct something i was 60 oh when i started that excuse me i apologize i want i want to get that straight you're 50 it's a year i turned 60 is when i decided well see so hey you know um i remember a conversation you and i had (laughs) Because, again, I've known him since he was in his late 20s. Yeah, that's a fact, by the way. That's a yeah, correct age. Yeah, and uh, I remember, and we've had this wonderful conversations over the years, some kind of spirited and all kinds. And I remember one time we were doing, and this is not in the last two or three years, I said, I, hey, Anton, I hollered across the parking lot at you. I said, hey, I'm going to quit treating you like a friend, a brother, a fellow business owner. And I'm going to start treating you like you're one of my children. Now. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> this is it. Today is the day. We're going to change to another level All here. Right. And you know what? You know what you said? You know what you said? I remember it again. It really touched me. Okay. You I'm going to let you remind me, but I think said, I remember said, exactly I, what I, I said. I would I'd really appreciate that, Clint. And I'm like, okay, I'm telling you, our relationship changes today. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. There was something going on and, and – uh, I'm like, I'm gonna just treat this kid, this guy, like one of my own kids here from now yeah, on. Yeah. Not that I didn't in the kind of in the no, beginning. No, no, I'm telling you, yeah. man, you've been very, very helpful 
Yeah, influence. I mean, you've been a huge influence in in my my recent adult life. I would definitely yeah. say that. You know, well, you have you 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 perfected me, Anton. You perfected me. And the cool thing about having different age groups of people that you know and associate with, like Nareda, for example. I love being around her. You know why she brings a different perspective that I I, I forgot long ago what it feels like to be her age. Yours is a little closer, but it's it's still a long way in the rearview mirror when I was your age. Sure. And I like to be reminded. I like to see it. I like to know it in the styles and the, the things that are going on in the world. I think that's what keeps me, me, that I am today, is that I'm surrounded by enough people that, quite frankly, I'll just, I'll just suck their energy. I'll, I'll borrow your energy from you. Right. I don't have. I don't mind glomming on. You got plenty. No. Yeah. <laughs> you got plenty. Yeah. Hey, and one more time, real quick. I want to give a shout out to Nareda. She is just. I was just telling Anton. She's been with us for um, almost three years. It's three years in September, right, Nareda? She's family. Yeah. She's family. I just love having her around. I love the perspective perspective that she brings. The freshness that she brings. And, and guys and ladies and the people listening, she's that supporting cast we were talking about. Can't be successful without. You can't see her on the cameras right now, yeah. but she's been over here helping us try to keep my levels right and Clint's levels right. So, yeah. But she's an incredible young lady, and, and from the few times I've had a chance to interact with her, she's incredibly knowledgeable. That's the most important thing. So age does not dictate knowledge or wisdom. Right experience does and she's definitely doing a good job i'm gonna i'm gonna jump right on that and 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 amplify that not only is her skill set incredible they really are um she's humble about it and i've I've been with her now for three years i've never seen her roll her eyes i've never seen her not smile and nod when something was thrust at her or something i've never seen her flustered in three in three years give it time clint it's coming but three years dude hey, and i okay. and you know me i throw a lot of stuff at people i just mean she's young and i'm sure she's done it before you just have well, i just seen haven't why well, i haven't seen it how cool is that so right. nareda the bar is way up here right yeah. way up here and and you know what she she came to us as an intern and i knew from basically the first day she showed up i want she's got to stay we got to find a spot for her. And I, I'm going to jump in here, and this is almost going to sound sexist on my part, but we had a lot of guys in her job before, in her role, doing the things she did. They sucked. <laughs> and it wasn't because they, they sucked at the technical side of it, although she's, she's, she's got more ability than they did. Some of them were, were from some of the same background as her. It's her attitude right. is different. Can't teach attitude. Clint. Her her attitude is what can I do to make the artist or the, the, the guest or whomever, how can I best serve them? Whereas a lot of the other guys, and I don't want to be negative, but the reality of it was, was it was all about them mm-hmm. and not the work, the artist or whoever we were working with. It became their project. And you know what? When you're working and recording stuff for people or doing podcasts or going out and shooting video or doing commercials or content for people, they want it kind of their way. Humble is the servant, Clint. Yeah. Well, and you mentioned leaders a while ago. Leaders always lead from the rear, mm-hmm. always from behind. 
you put a strong person up, up front that can be the point person, somebody that's, you know, uh, Name me one general on the front line not, the military, there's not and the answer is not. He's back looking nah. at satellite cameras and positioning. And it has nothing to do with wanting to be in the rear. It's just you got a better – that's a better position to strategically place, place yep, your, 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 your personnel. I agree. Because if it were based on who's got the most courage, they'd be on the front, on the front line every time. Yep. And, if, and oh, by it, the way, let's keep in mind – they were there at one exactly. Point. That's why I always loved Teddy Roosevelt. You know, he just led the charge, and he really did. Yeah. He couldn't afford to lead from behind there because somebody had to lead that charge. So, yep. you know, this has been fun. It, I've, I've actually I've enjoyed it quite a bit. You know, <laughs> considering it had no again no clue what he was stepping into this morning. I just what was it last last Wednesday? Week. I think I just hollered across the parking lot. Yeah, uh, yeah, and said, "Hey, I need to get you in Tuesday here. morning." I said, "I'm there." Eleven thirty. I saw him put it in his calendar, so you know, I knew we were good. Yes, sir. I appreciate. Uh, that. Hey, what what do you want to what do you want what do you want to leave the folks with this morning? I just, so really, what I'd like to leave anybody with is um, being an inner city kid, um, growing up in a uh, a challenging household. What I mean is is um, seven people grew up in my original household. Uh, the finances were a struggle. Um, set your own goals. Set your goals high. There's no goal that you can't achieve. It's just how much work do you want to use to get there. Um, Clint was talking about many jobs that he talked about as a young person. And I can remember being a very young person on the east side of Tucson um, mowing rocks or yards since there's really no grass here in Tucson and washing people's cars just mm-hmm. to save enough money to get a new inner tube from a bicycle. Mm-hmm. So um, stories like that, I've always been looking for a way to, to make money and um, I've preferred to stay on the legal path of making money, which is also very important to whoever's listening. And then um, as I grew to get around people that were either on the same path, more successful than I have been. And again, success is not a measure of money. No, I don't know. Um, success to me is a measure of health, information, knowledge, wisdom. Of course, there's a financial component, but um, I know many, many multimillionaires that still go to work every single day. And I know some that don't go to work every day. And eventually I want to be the guy that doesn't have to go to work. If I would like to, that's a different thing. So um, the biggest takeaway I'd like anybody as a free agent to just remember that you control your own dreams and destiny, and um, anybody that tells you otherwise is not doing you a service. You need to get around somebody that's empowering you or encouraging you not and, and challenging you, not somebody who's going to tell you why you can't do that. Um, there's always a way. It's just you've got to be willing to put in the work. Boom. I think we're done here. I like I couldn't. It. I couldn't. I couldn't add one more thing to that, Anton. Right on, man. That's well, so hey, cool. Thank you so much for having me in the radio. I you love did a you, great man. job. Appreciate you. We're done. <laughs>